This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. Oh, you shouldn't make fun of it. Guys, you missed your <laughs> no. calling. I'm sorry. You should be at the end. <laughs> Bing is for doing. Oh, diaphragm of power. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the title of your new album? Diaphragm of power. Joe Flippo. Uh, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the final Hannibal After Buzz oh. After Show. Nice. Sad. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell, back from New York City. I miss two episodes. I miss you all. I miss you, especially all of you, especially you, Nando. Oh, thank you. Uh, Again, football, not so much, but you know. (laughs) I've had time to get over it. Uh, But we're here, and uh, I'm joined, as always, by Nando Velasquez. Yes, hello, everybody. And by Julia Kearley. Hello. Hi. And by Joe Sanfilippo. Hello, everyone. And on the boards, the ones and twos, making it happen, Marissa Serafini. Marissa Serafini, what's up? What is, guys? Good. So we are here, folks. Uh, Hannibal, wow. What a, what, a, what, a, what a finale. What a season. Hello, Dr. Lecter. We, we've had quite the uh, finale week here at After Buzz and here at the After Buzz Hannibal Show. If you have been listening, and I hope you have, we have three podcasts that are going up this week. We did uh, had, a, had a great conversation with EP creator Brian Fuller. Um, had a nice about an hour chat with him, which is really insightful and wonderful. And then we did another forty-five minutes with uh, Martha De La Rinas, mm-hmm. who was also wonderful, amazing, and also an EP, and beautiful, and beautiful, and was she's in was in studio. Yeah. So if you guys want to check it out on the YouTube, check her out. Yeah, she's, she's pretty hot. Beautiful yeah. lady, just throwing yeah. it out there. Just, I'm throwing it right lady, back at lady, you. Beautiful, hot, very Martha. witty, uh, talented. I love yes. the way she said my name. We love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nando. Nando. Uh, so we so we have a lot going on here. We you know we we, we have uh, Brian Fuller. We have Martha Dillarentis, and now we have us. Us. Us talking about the. the what kind the of a final. letdown? It's kind of <laughs> no. For that, it's like, and then it's just back to us. Wonk, wonk. Nerdist calls it a hostful episode. A Whenever hostful. They do it. A hostful. Right. It's full of hosts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hostful. Anybody know what they're talking about? Probably not. No. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we have a finale. We, you know, we have a lot of information coming into this finale because we just we, we had two great conversations. 
with the EPs and creators of the show. So uh, we, we can we can get into their thoughts and our thoughts, and and now we can we can expose them all, you know, while we're here. But uh, Sev Severo. Severo. Severo? I believe it's Severo. Okay. We can Someone continue. Will, Someone will correct us if we're wrong. We continue our, <laughs> our 13 episode traditions of not pronouncing this correct. <laughs> <laughs> Getting our French down. Someone in the, in the finale is our big chance to get one freaking time I, right. I love it when they respond with like that, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like the internet's like, oh. You Americans. You guys. Yes. Um, Severo, according to the uh, French English dictionary I looked up, it, it's not a course. Okay. It just means tasty or delicious. Right. So, which I think is a fitting, a fitting title for the finale. We forgot to ask Martha and uh, Brian, Brian if, they, the ball. if they're, if they're going to continue this French cuisine motif in season two. Well, you know, there's only so many. I would think there's only so many dishes or, or courses. Mm, you can really bring up. French food, baby. It's, it's deep. I mean, we've already introduced a ton of courses. Wow. I had never even. I they, right. Never they got imagine. lots of ways to put cream on meat, man. They like to. They like to get heavy food. <laughs> can you say that? I just did. <laughs> Okay. The clam on the <laughs> don't don't take it. Not, it's not much better. No. It's not better when you say it that way. No, no, it's no, heavy. No. All I'm okay. saying is the food is heavy. All right. It's rich. It's rich. It's rich. I'll take that. Um, all right. So here we are. <laughs> Episode thirteen. Oh, I just so, wanted to say it. That's fine. This guy. Um, so yeah. Will, so Will further descends into madness. Uh, lands himself in the pokey. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannibal. That? The pokey. <laughs> I I can't say the pokey. You can. You did. I just. Okay. I, I had to laugh at it. All right. This is, that's jail in the small town I grew up in. Yes, called Los sm- Angeles. I was going to say the small town. <laughs> the small town of Los Angeles. I heard of that place. We call it Pokey. Uh, yeah, and then uh, so, and then we have um, you know yeah we have Will we have Hannibal being exposed we have we, we the fate of poor Abigail is revealed mm-hmm. or or is it? It is. I would say is enjoyed it? in the final scene. I, Savored. Okay. Yeah. It's so, looking like it. I was holding out hope a little bit throughout that entire episode until that last scene. Right. Well, then but they did, they did well, the whole forensic, the you know, check of her. Well, actually, I, you know, is it? You think she's walking around out near? Well, that's I, what you're saying. It is, could happen. It could happen. People do it all the time. Now. There was a I'm, lot of discussion about Veal in that last scene and how you know it's so young and the whole thing and right. uh, that that. Well, okay, well, let's let's jump into this somewhat because we have a lot to get to. Let's jump into somewhat linearly or chronologically here because uh, I, I, I watched this episode um, almost twice actually, and uh, and it, it just happened. We were lucky enough to get a, a copy from Brian Fuller. I'm dropping names. We're lucky enough to get an advanced copy from our good friend Brian Fuller, friend of the show, friend of the show, friend of the show, My Brian Fuller. Is that the Brian Fuller you're talking about? And so we, we were able to check Bri? this out. Yes, Bri Bri, <laughs> <laughs> our guy, oh, our guy Bri Bri, our guy Bri Bri. No, so we were to check it out. So we, we watched it a couple times, and and um, yeah, there's a lot going on in this episode. One thing I did notice is you know one thing Brian did comment on is how he they they, they do painstaking. Um, efforts to make this very to make these very cinematic, and how how much time he takes in the set design and the production design, and and also the he mentioned the sound design. So I listened to this the second time in the headphones, and it was a whole other world. Yeah. Like there's some real scary shit happening in the headphones. There's like all kinds of things happening. So props out to the sound design on, on Hannibal. If you guys ever want to listen to it, get a whole new perspective, throw some headphones on. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just something I just did. I don't know. So we, we opened the Will Will out in the wilderness. He's hunting. He's right? hunting he's hunting a stag. Hunting a stag. Uh, Which is symbolic. I'll get to it. Okay, so there's blood, there's this and there. He wakes up, he actually has he has dirt on his feet. 
He stumbles to the kitchen. So this is what we're trying to figure this out. Yeah. He stumbles to the kitchen. I know, guys. We watched it a few times. I think we, we I think we figured this he out. Coughs, he coughs, he coughs, he coughs. He throws up some he throws down some aspirin. He drinks, he drinks, he drinks, and then he barfs, and then there's an ear in the sink. Oh, with an earring. No, no, that was actually one of the pills. That was one of the aspirins. Oh, okay. Right. So does he barf up the <laughs> ear? Okay, entire yeah. page of stuff. No, wait. So d- d- I'm d- out. That's we watched it several times. We are. It is our belief on this side of the table. All right. I, I, do I speak for both of us? That, yeah. Well, I, I was the first one to say it. You I were. That and, I, and we had an argument because I did not think so. I said no. He didn't puke up that ear. And then we watched it again. I said, holy shit! He puked I mean, up the ear. He's sitting there with his head in the sink. He's drinking. He's looking in there. And then it didn't he look like he was up. looking. It just looked like he was. I, I don't know if he was looking in there. But the I, ear I, was not there. It would have made a moment of him and, seeing that. And the aspirin is on the ear, which means Slash the aspirin ring. came up with the ear. Sure. Slashing ring. Right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Ear cast. Yeah. Let's do the whole podcast about the ear. But I just uh, find that, up the ear. That is amazing. Wow. That's an amazing trick if he swallowed the ear, considering he did not kill her. It's an amazing trick to have him. I so, imagine so, it was force fed to him. Sure. There's got to be a way to massage something down, but then at the same time, you want to make sure somebody pukes it. So how do you do that? And yeah, while he's that's... sleeping, or while he's in his blackout state, whatever that is. Hmm. Well, I'm well, sure, Marissa, you've well, done we, this we before. Tra- Marissa, you know about it. You, you, you tell <laughs> um, us, yeah. How do you force the someone in here? And then make them forcing. puke it up. We, I, about pu- uh, puking and vomiting, I mm-hmm. think maybe Ipecac. I don't know. Well, here's the other oh. thing too. Yeah, yeah, Ipecac. Don't mess with Marissa, the dude. The ear is unshoed. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be really tough to chew a uh, ear to begin with. It's not digested. But also, it's not digested. Exactly. It looks completely normal. Like, I don't know how much time it would take for it to start showing signs of decomposition. But it's obviously in his stomach. It's not like hanging out in his esophagus anywhere. It's so. not like he doesn't have an ear sticking out of like, his throat oh, or something. It's not like, oh, there's something in my throat. Thing. This is one of those logistical discussions that's insane, but they have to have it for this show. I wish so, Get Brian Fuller on the horn. So if you, yeah. if you <laughs> Get him on the horn right get the now. the cell phone. Yeah. You know where it is. <laughs> You got to imagine the that he's, he's, he's shoving right, the ear right. down his throat, massages it through, yeah. and then forces Ipecac behind it, or maybe the Ipecac first, and then then you get the hell out of the house because you got maybe like three or four minutes before the guy wakes up and has to puke up an ear. Well, it's not just that he he has to put the defensive wounds on her, on wound. him, and now, also the I would do that stuff first. The, yeah, well, well, would you? Well, That's we how were, I would do it. Where well, were you the night? What of? we were discussing yeah. earlier <laughs> was that last time we left, Will he was he woke up on that plane coming back from Minnesota. Right? Yeah. So that's right. that's how we left him in, in episode 12. And he asked, Is there a girl, was there a girl traveling with me? Right. So he didn't have any of the wounds. He didn't have the mud. He didn't I mean, have the blood underneath his feet. fingernails. Uh, yeah. He didn't have any of that until he was... I, I assume there will, there will be a flashback in season two. There has to be an explanation. I have some explanation. explanation. I hope so, because well, I'm really curious. Well, we need to pay off on Abigail. I mean, I was really yeah. invested with her. Well, she's going to come back with a, with a big on her yeah. head. <laughs> Just a big steak. Yeah, <laughs> it helps the swelling. That, this, this is why. This, this is how it will be acquitted. Because I was like, I'm alive. The steak on her head. That's... She's dead. You have to let this go. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so that happens. So then, so then, Will is then goes to visit Hannibal Lecter, his best friend. Well, of course, that, when all right, else fails, who has his best interest at heart. Yeah, always. 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 <laughs> doesn't doesn't he bring Hannibal to him? I think Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal comes to his Hannibal house. Hannibal comes to his yes. house okay. in his big beautiful Rolls Royce. Yes. And they have a conversation, and then so Will 
does Will turn himself in? Is that what yeah, happens? They, they discuss it, and then you have to turn yourself in, Will. He says he has to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have to. So Will turns himself in. He gets the, the, full, the full diagnosis. He gets the full rundown from, from Scott Thompson and Aaron Abrams. And, 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 yes. park, yeah. and, and how about the looks that he got from Scott Thompson and Aaron Abrams as they were walking in the house? They're like, like you're, you're scornful. Aaron Abrams, our boy, oh, was like, finally. I knew it. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> like, you mother effer. I knew it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, so uh, we went through the whole thing with that interesting moment where she was like, like, I can't do this. Like, you have blood under your fingernails. Like, why do you have that? Which I thought was a really great well, moment. Well, she tells him to interpret the evidence. Yes. That's what you do. Yeah. So, dude, do it. So she's, like, believing in him still. Mm. It's always the women. They're, they're poor. What, what's, what's this? Well, Hugh Dancy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Hugh Dancy. It's instant empathy face. Yes. They're like, Aww, you can't possibly be a bad Will. guy. <laughs> poor Will. Poor Will. So... Uh, let's talk about. Will. I mean, so that you know, that so we, that's where we find Will encephalitis in full effect, oh. and uh, he's doing his thing. Joe, like, what what, what, well, what do you got? I think we could call this episode Will's symbolic journey to the truth because every oh. he gets he, there in French or in, in French. French Will's symbolic journey to the truth. Oh. The truth. <laughs> the truth. Okay. Um, a yeah. German there. The that was a little German and French. Yeah, French. French. Yeah, it, it is. It's terrible. Like there's a guy that lives in the Alps, and he does. Go, go back to the Connery, please. <laughs> He's right in the middle. <laughs> I never, I never thought I asked for the Connery. No, <laughs> they're never going to be any good. Um, <laughs> So, so we have we open with Will in in, in the uh, in, in the forest and he's hunting the stag and I think obviously in obviously but my belief is in retrospect the stag is the truth the stag is Hannibal and he's hunting Hannibal he's hunting this killer and so he shoots uh, he shoots the deer and and he, he wounds it but he doesn't kill it so we're we're on the the trail but we're not quite there and then he gets up close to where to where the uh, the stag has stopped and the stag is no longer a stag it's a man with antlers. It's Hannibal with antlers. And then he looks again, and he's disappeared. So he's hunting. He's seeking Stop. this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Hannibal? Yes. Julia? How do you know it's Hannibal? He's I'm wearing so, this stag. I, I, I said... You just, I, I just stopped you. I said you this dropped is, it like, I said like this it's is fact. My, I said this is my belief. You're like, oh, so Hannibal with head antlers. And this is my belief. I, belief. I believe that's Hannibal. Okay. Nando? I th- I, well, I think there's a case for it. Okay, go ahead. So I think continue. there's a case for it. I, will you allow it? I, I will allow it. <laughs> Thank I'm you, sorry. Your Honor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> Judge Joe Brown. Um, <laughs> Thank you. All right, so 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 Will is Will is chasing down this stag. And and I think that, that that symbolism goes throughout the entire the entire episode. And when he gets to the end, he sees in, in the end there he sees Hannibal as uh, as the stag, doesn't he? In that last scene in the kitchen. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, at, at any rate, so uh, I think that Will that in, that's, the, in, in, in the version Will's, we had, in, Will, <laughs> Will's encephalitis inflamed brain is is bringing him to the truth where his rational mind won't go. It is taking him symbolically to where he needs to go. Mm-hmm. He's coming up to the to the truth of it, and and I think this is this is the uh, him him finally really taking action in this in a lot of this stuff because he's chased this stuff actively, but he hasn't been willing to look in certain places any more than Jack is willing to look in certain places because Hannibal's kind of clouded them so what so well. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. So at, at any rate, so <laughs> uh, you, uh, so I, I think that we have Will uh, we have Will finally able to to see. What's really going on with Hannibal, and then at the end there we have that lovely reveal. Okay, so you know. so let me let me recap this because so so what you're saying is the whole time in the whole series there's been the motif of the of the stag. Yes, 
and it's the sort of elusive stag. Yes, they keep seeing over and over again. But the stag is sometimes be, walking behind him, is sometimes right. prodding him, is sometimes drawing him, is sometimes and leading is, him. And this, and this, in your, in your interpretation, represents something that's going on in Will's subconscious, which is something that's just out of reach. He, we've always, we've all interpreted it as some ver- variation of of, uh, of, uh, of Hobbes, but. What you're saying is this is probably really his subconscious telling him about it's really Hannibal this whole time because he somehow knows on some level that, you know, something's going on. Whoever this copycat killer is is close to him. It's elusive and whoever it is. And he he, he not able for whatever reason, not able to see that it's Hannibal until the very end through the encephalitis, through it all. He's like, I see clearly now. I see you. I can see you. I see who you are. Uh, And he literally quite literally broke down Hannibal's whole shit like you did this this you did the copycat you 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 mess with my brain you spun me around to, and then wound me up and let me go Oof. and you did all this crap and he was spot on oh, you know exactly. with a gun to his exactly. head and Hannibal's like eh, maybe I did it that sorry you know <laughs> and then you know, all that and then in that last scene where after Jack shoots him which was very cool he does look up and there's that shot of the POV from Will and you see Jack, and you see what looks like a shadow and an antler. So that's what I'm saying. And you're saying that there he is. Hannibal's been saying. the antler all the time. That's what you're saying. He's been the stag the whole so time. Now, so it's like I can see you now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's brilliant. And ironically, like he goes down exactly the same way that Garrett Jacob Hobbs does in the exact same spot. And in that second episode, when he killed—that was the second one, right? When he killed Garrett Jacob Hobbs. First, first episode. First, yeah. first episode. Pilot. Sorry, he. Um, after he shoots him, he's looking at him, and 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 Garrett Jacob Hobbs is is alive, and he says something to the effect of "Do you see? Do you see?" or "See, see." He says something to Will that "See, see." Oh yeah! Oh. Mind blown! Booyah! Wow! Look at you! Wow! All symbolism aside, they are never going to sell that house. <laughs> that that house is bulldoze that crap to the ground. It's not going to be sold. But okay, so, all right, so 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 did he really? But wouldn't it, was that the same spot, that corner of the kitchen? Yeah, yeah exact same spot, exact wow. same, same spot, spot. Awesome. same spot. That's great. Everything identical. Yeah, great. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we solved it. Podcast over. Done. Good night, everyone. Good night. Popo, where can we find you? I think I think what's interesting. <laughs> I think what's interesting about the way they've they've dealt with Will this entire season is it's like they've surfed this perfect wave with him because, uh, and I said this in the interview uh, earlier today. When when you've got you've got Hugh Dancy who's got this immediately empathetic face and and you immediately care about him and you want him to be good and well and obviously they put him through hell so you can surf that pity and that anger and we all know that, that Hannibal's just playing with him and toying with him and curious what he's going to do and well let's try if we put him down this me- this end of the maze and we'll see about that and we all know about all that but it gets tiresome at a certain point and I think the way they strung it out with 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 Hugh and and with the storyline the story with with the whole thing. I, I think that we got to exactly the place where we were like, you know what, God damn it, I'm tired of watching this this way. Right. And at that almost exactly moment, it, it, Will turns around and figures it out. And yeah. it, so, I mean, they, they surfed a perfect wave, and I just got to give kudos to them because I think they, they, they took that all the way to the end, that, that, that pity, the anger, the confusion, the loss, the, 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 the realization, all, all it lined up perfectly. It's a perfect wave. So... Getting in, get, so speaking of that wave, getting through where where we where we start with Will to begin the season, and where we knew Will was with his poor encephalitis brain and the and the and the, and the displaced clock and the whole nine yards clock. into where he, it was this weird cool battle that Will was having with himself, like even with the 
the effed up swollen brain, he was still able to fight through that and still be well and actually solve crimes and, and, and look at the evidence at the highest level and see Hannibal. Um, but we see through all that, which so in some level he prevailed, like Will won, but yet he's in jail. That's how, that's how it ends. It's kind of like the cruel trick that, that the show played on us. But um, can we talk about, this is not a spoiler, can we talk about just that last sequence we see Will, and uh, who's in jail because he's a murderer, presumed, and Hannibal walking down the cell. Very familiar I've walk. Seen it before, mm-hmm. ladies yes. and gentlemen. Many, many, many times. Um, and he gets to Hannibal and they look at each other and he says, hello, Will. He says, hello, Dr. Lecter. Hello, Dr. Lecter. Yes. But it's like hello for the more. very first... Yours was much better. Mine was better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, hello for the very first time. And that right. was awesome. Mm-hmm. And that was, I know who you are, you know, you know who, who I, I am. am. Here we go. All bullshit aside, you know, the, the, all, all, the, all the... What do you say? The, the, the scales? Is that what you call the them? The scales, yeah. The scales are gone. Yeah. I can see everything. Oh, mm-hmm. I get little chills thinking about it. Oh, yeah, that was very awesome. So, okay, so let's... Uh, so, so, Will, so... Is Will, do, do they sort his brain out? Will? I feel like they will because they, they now that Alana knows that. Well, uh, Alana doesn't. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go on. No, I'm just saying now that, that they figured out that it's encephalitis and it's treatable, that Alana's going to be all for curing him. Yeah, because they did mention like his oh, brain they, is swollen. Yeah, the right side oh, was swollen yeah. and, and they're treating him with, uh, yeah. with, with anti inflammatories. Yeah. And, and um, so he's sort he's he's of it explains, yeah, explains, but he's still a murderer. Yeah, and it does explain why I guess even though uh, even though Doctor Sut- was it Doctor Sutcliffe that was the one that was uh, yeah it was Doctor Sutcliffe that was the one that was helping Hannibal mm-hmm. and keeping the encephalitis a secret even after Doctor Sutcliffe died. Now we know why Will still wasn't treated. Oh, yeah, in the I'm hospital. glad they touched on that touched because on that it. was really frustrating to me. I was like, yeah, yeah it's it? hard to find. It, yeah. it doesn't always present exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 but now they know what it is. Now they have an idea of what it is. Uh, what I was surprised at was when Alana saw the whole clock thing and she figured out that Hannibal uh, was doing this before, that she didn't go... She still trusts Hannibal too much. She, I, I thought she would go on the attack and go, did why didn't you tell us about this? Yeah. And he just said, oh, this is a... Nor-. He had it all planned out. Well, I Here's think a nor- she was Here's ready for it. I think yeah. she was setting him up for it. But he so seamlessly was like, oh, you want to see the clock? There's a clock. There it yeah. is. Like a perfect... Yeah, but but every every move Han- oh, we talk about this. Hannibal's like five steps ahead of everyone. He's 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 got all the moves. He's on the chessboard. He's five steps ahead. He's smarter than everyone in this room and the two rooms over than him. So of course, nothing ever phases him. Yeah. It's like aha, Hannibal, I got you. He's like, oh no, it's just this. You're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, like every every time. So it's not a surprise. But what was sad, you know, I had to laugh out loud and be so sad is when. Poor Will drew the clock again. I yeah. he drew the clock, and he's like, "It's just a plain old clock. Nothing wrong. With <laughs> Nothing that. wrong with time this. Time isn't my problem. <laughs> Telling time isn't my problem. Time's not my problem. It's just well. my blah 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 clock. It's a blah 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 clock." Uh, poor Will. Oh, Rough. poor Will. But then, and then Alana says, look, telling time's the least of your problems, pal. And boy, was she right. She was great in this episode, <laughs> She really was. Oh, she she stepped it up. Episode. Yeah, she's She amazing. really did. She yeah. stepped it up like a maniac. I really thought, I really had this, this moment of really believing she was going to figure it out. Right. But then I was worried for her. I thought she'd be doomed if she did. But I, she was so close. Right. Well, I wonder, <sighs> what's sad to me is, I, you know... Because we know the events of Red Dragon and we know the events of you know, Sounds of the Lambs and Hannibal, is Alana Bloom. Yeah. She's not around. She's well, not. No, sh- there's an Alan Bloom. Oh. Oh. Is, is there? 
don't know. <laughs> All right, no, you well, looked that up. That we'll move on. I like so, the way she wigged out in the car very, very much. I thought that was her a, a complete loss of composure. Yeah. And we talked for a long time about how all the psychiatrists, you know, when she was in particular, well, well, I'm thinking about having a relationship with you, but I'm just not sure if you're ready for it or if you're stable enough. And you know, and then that wig out in the car was phenomenal. I great, great. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Before we do, I want to want to thank you all once again for joining us on iTunes. Thank you very much. I mean, <laughs> it, we we we've been uh, it's been 13 episodes. You guys have really really supported us with lots of lots of fantastic reviews, mostly like like I would say 90 percent positive, which is great. Uh, we I appreciate like all the ratings. Um, well, actually, 100 percent positive, think, right? Well, there was one that like give give you give us more episodes when we we're behind. Well, yeah, and they didn't fix that, but that was that, that was wasn't really our. I mean, it was our fault because we didn't start right away. Yeah, but. yeah. So, but you guys have been very supportive and very great, and and for, we thank you very much for for asking us to do this show um, when we we're doing other shows. So, following a base motel, you asked us to do this show, and you were right, and we're so very happy we're doing it. And uh, please uh, continue to book book. book by the got? way, I was gonna no, I was just gonna say you you and San Filippo get all the love on these things. We read all your comments. You get oh. you guys get a lot of love. We, people were missing you for the past two weeks. Oh. They were writing reviews, you. five stars, but where's Braz? Oh, yeah. And then they Flippo, they just love they love you. I don't know if you you took your shirt off that week. I don't yeah. know if your mom's yeah. on yeah. iTunes. No, it, it's a, it's a great way to make a friend is to is right. to go ahead and take off your shirt when yeah. you're right. pale as all hell and then you're covered in hair. It's a wonderful right. way to make people extraordinarily feel they, they feel good about themselves and so there's a gratitude. Julia and I are just window dressing here. It's just oh, it's all. Oh, it's all knock it off! Oh. They every, 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 I get in trouble. Is they what love I get. All of us. Equally. I get in trouble. I get. I get the British accent scandal. Uh, is what I get. We'll get to it. We're going to get yes. to the British accent scandal. We'll clear yes. that up. Hashtag that. Um. But thank you very much for joining for for for, for rating us and please continue to do so. Uh, Joe, we say it for one last time. Uh, we love five. There it is. Thank you very much. Let us know what show we want to do next. Yes, and well, <laughs> yes. you know, we may have some. We, we we have some ideas for this summer, so we'll be back in a different capacity. We'll yeah. be doing some more cool <laughs> Hannibal things, and when there may actually, I'll, I'll just say it on the podcast because you said it to us. Brian said you may want to come back and do a post, mm-hmm. a post mortem, if you we're, will. We're thinking Brian of some, coming back. We're, so we're thinking of some ideas for some post Hannibal uh, season one podcast, yeah, we, not just one, maybe some other ones. Yeah, we, we may talk about. We, we may I'm do, not ready we, to let Hannibal go. Yeah. We, we may we may ready. we may do the movies with Martha. We may, we may. Yeah. Well, let's keep doing the episode we're on. We, I'm sorry. We're I just, I, let's go. Just, just playing ahead. I do have to, to quote something real fast. Yes. Do it. Gentlemen. Thank you, iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, iTunes. From Red Dragon, the book itself. Quote, Graham liked Dr. Alan Bloom, oh. a small, round man with sad eyes, a good forensic psychiatrist, maybe the best. Graham appreciated the fact that Dr. Bloom had never displayed professional interest in him. That was not always the case with psychiatrists. So you're saying Alana gets a sex change between now and now? That, that, that's that's poor casting. And she shrinks. As does, does Fred Lowndes. Yes. Okay. They're both women now. Anyways, just throwing it out there. Mm. Julia was right. Very good. Very good choice for making them both attractive women, by the way. Yes, I'd like to applaud you guys in the cast. So Alana Alana Bloom is is around. So so let's get to Alana and Jack. So Jack is hot on the hot on the case, right? Is or, or or is he not? Like I feel like Jack has been dancing around this whole thing the whole time, just like Will, but in his own way. Like Jack is sniffing around this whole thing, whether it's. Abigail, or it's something, or he like it's a thing. It's this horrible thing. It's an itch you can't scratch. Like I know something's not right. I, all my twenty five years of experience tells me that this shit is wrong. Abigail, what is it? He can't quite do it. And even when presented with the fact that it, it could be Will or Will's the guy, and all the evidence points to Will, and he says, "Well." This is what it is. You can see the way he plays it. It's like it doesn't add up to him. Well, it's all because of Hannibal, of course, because he trusts. Again, he he said this a couple of episodes ago. He has his doubts on Will, but he has no doubts on Hannibal. Right. So 
just another case where where Hannibal's like, I want to take care of Will. I want to make sure Will's okay. Jack is trusting him. So I mean, and and I think when he's with uh, Alana, and Alana's first talking to Jack, and she's practically blaming everything on Jack. I think you know that that's his conscience right there that he should be listening to is sure. Alana. But he still has faith in Hannibal. And well, that's what he comes even said in that argument, in that same argument between each other, uh, between the two of them, when she said, "You saw he was breaking," he says to her, "So did you. Every decision I made, uh, I made under advisement of Le- of Hannibal Lecter, who, who you, you recommended." recommended. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She was pissed, so he throws she it back on her. Pissed. Did like, you guys that's feel like that's your boy, Hannibal? <laughs> did you guys? Wait, did you guys feel? Let me ask you a question. Do you guys feel that Jack meant that, or do you feel that Jack was just simply covering his ass, or or, or that was that was a a little bit of a, a, a get out of jail free card. Do you think that Jack really felt like like Hannibal had given the okay for him to push Will as hard as he could? Or do you think Jack is covering up his guilt? Hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see I don't Jack, Jack as a uh, CYOA guy. Cover your own ass. Is that right? Hmm. I don't see him. CYA. I yeah. CYA. I thought there were O in there. But I don't see him as Jack's pretty straightforward. I think Jack's kind of a no nonsense guy. So I don't yeah. see him as a guy who's going to be like. You know, he's not a guy who stays up late and I don't worrying think he about his conscience. He and I don't think he would have saved Hannibal at the end if uh, if he really didn't feel that way. Oh, that's not what I meant. I mean, I mean, do you do you think that that Jack really feels that he that that the whole responsibility for breaking Will, if you accept the idea that Will's been broken, lies with uh, Alana and Hannibal and not on him? No, because in that scene, in that last scene, which is brilliant, and by the way, another. You know, Lawrence Fishburne did a great job in this episode too. He's an okay actor, that Lawrence. He's Fishburne. All right. I think we might see some neat stuff from him. He's yeah, he's got a future, this kid, this kid Fishburne. But um, this kid, yeah, no, he, he great job. But yeah, in that scene with, with in that you know beautifully beautifully framed scene where Hannibal on one side and 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 Jack on the other and Will in the middle in the bed, where he says, you know, I, I've never seen anyone broken like this. I've never seen that. And to me. Like that—that's where it felt like there's some culpability and responsibility there. Like there's some sort of knowing, like, like how did this happen? How did this happen on my watch? Like that's kind of what I felt from that situation. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I really think Jack is is does believe that it's not like these guys effed up. I think he he feels part of it. I, I, I don't know, man. I think he's been fed some nonsense by Hannibal. I mean, Will is not your victim. He's not my victim either. I that 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 particular scene. I mean, the ab- absolute inverse is true. Will is absolutely Hannibal's victim, and he's absolutely sure. Jack's victim. Absolutely. But th- this is the whole thing. This is, this is the point I'm making. It's like Hannibal is feeding, is feeding, <laughs> no pun intended, is feeding uh, Jack a bunch of bullshit. No, no pun required, because he is feeding Jack. <laughs> he's feeding Jack a bunch of BS. Jack's eating some And he's also been, he's, been, he's been playing with Will. He's been playing with Jack. But both these guys are super smart. They, they, they know something is off. They instinctively and subconsciously know something's wrong. And even though they're they're both Hannibal's pal and trusting the guy, well, Will is not anymore. But, like, they know something's off. I feel like Jack knows, too. It's just, he, but Jack is a guy whose job is to follow the evidence, and the evidence right. is blatant. Well, which is the difference between Will and, Will and Jack, right? Because Will does this. You know, Jack is like, I've got the evidence. I've got the instincts. I've got the police work. I, I'm this guy. Will is doing some sort of, like, you know, fancy-pantsy, you know, weird you know, pendulum thing he's doing. I threw it in there. I did. It's all right. First time won't be the last MTA, time. MTA, that was for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got nothing. All um, right. Um, I do want to say, uh, I do want to go back briefly, ever so briefly, to uh, the symbolism of the stag. I went back and looked at those scenes again. Uh, I am 100% correct. Y'all can kiss my ass if you don't agree. Oh. Um, 
that that stag is in the beginning, and that stag does appear as Hannibal in that scene in in that last scene in the kitchen. Right. That symbolism is absolutely correct. Okay, and but but is that stag the beginning Hannibal? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm asking you. Yes, but it's a guy. It's a guy, I think. But if we can see the guy in the beginning, and then the guy in the end, does he have a triple Windsor? He's dressed in a stag suit (laughs) with a triple Windsor. Absolutely. How else would we know it was Hannibal? Right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So so Jack's on the case. Uh, he, He you know he. He he plays this thing through, throughout the whole thing. Like, does Jack have? I mean, what what do we feel about? Um, I I'm on the thing. Like, I don't think Jack is completely satisfied with this. Do you think that Jack is believing that Will is actually the guy? Is, is, is it case closed for Jack, or is he really kind of like? Still... I think he's still wrestling with it. I think it's obvious he's still wrestling with it. He he he's a, he's a no nonsense guy, like you said. If he knew absolutely for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. He would have locked him up. That would have been the end of the story. But he right. cares. I mean, these are this is his friend, and you know, like Alana said, he is somewhat guilty for for some of this. Sure. Even though he base, is basing this off of Hannibal and Alana, he is guilty for some of this, and he still has the guilt of Miriam behind uh-huh. him too. He still has the guilt of past people he's worked with. So, I think he will do what he can to save uh, to save Will. And I think a huge part of season two is going to really have to be on Jack's. <coughs> Forgiveness, for lack of a better word, or, or ability to to still consider Will. Well, sure. Well, I've got my prediction for season two. I'm I'll get locked well, and loaded. Okay, well, we'll save that one. But, <laughs> well, but yeah, that's what I. That's the way I feel about Jack. I mean, obviously, he's wrestling with his own demons too. And it's really interesting to see after after he puts down Will to see Hannibal and Jack bonding a little bit. He's still right. having a normal conversation, and it's like. You know, you kind of want to scream at him and go, come on, he already took one of you guys down, technically. You know, yeah. what's he going to do to you now? So uh, there's still a lot to play with there. I'm I, just, I'm upset that there wasn't a, a time where Jack took pause just to just to hear Will out for a second. Mm. You know, he, he obviously yeah. dragged uh, uh, Hannibal there by gunpoint, so he says. Right. Uh, you know, like he had a reason for these. Just just take a step back for a minute, Jack, and just 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 hear him out. That's yeah. not Jack out. Give, give him a moment. A bit of that is like irrefutable evidence. Like when faced with irrefutable evidence, Jack has a hard time like, Can- I want to hear you, Will. But I got, I can't. you know, I got all the evidence. So, yeah. so should we, we all be operating under the idea that, that Hannibal has laid the groundwork so clearly that there is no chance that Will's going to have an alibi for one of these murders, that, right? We, we're going to assume that, that Hannibal's got this locked up that tight? Yeah. Okay, so the only he's way... Dr. Lecter. He's, he's making mistakes. So then the only way that Will's going to get out of this is when, the, when he proves Dr. Lecter did it. Well, or if, no. doc, or if they present a no. new killer, exactly. They, they've got Doctor. His key to this is Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecter has to somehow let him off the hook. To and and that I don't, I don't find that out of the realm because Doctor Lecter may want to play with him more. But Doctor Lecter has to say, "Will I found some evidence that is, yeah, you know, that helps you out. This with, means that the real killer's out there." But with all that whatever. evidence against him, I mean, the fishing lures the and lures. yeah, it brought like, me back to that episode when he was feeding the dogs and he's sitting right. there playing with. Yeah, with, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Will's lures. I mean, how do you, you think how, about that? At the how time? do you find another, you know, a red herring to get the case off of Will at this point? With uh, so much evidence stacked against her, her. Her name is Abigail Hobbs. We still she comes back with seen one ear. She was delicious. <laughs> and then when, when, she, when she comes back alive, or when they find her body, or whenever it is, they're not gonna find her body. He smoked her over hay. Oh, they, he enjoyed her at the inn with Jillian Anderson. They had a lovely time. Even oh. if she, even if she is found alive, there's still the question mark of all those other hair fishing lures that have all the other victims all together. 
I don't know. So there still is. It's a large case. There's going to have to be something major that comes up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I well let's let's get into Hannibal himself. Let's get into the man. You know, let, let's let's uh, because he, you know, uh, Brian Fuller talked about how Matt Mad's approach to Hannibal is to say I'm going to play him as the devil. You know, I'm not my approach is it. You know, it's not the super you know genius. It's not the super crazy serial killer. I think Brian Cox had one approach, and I think Hopkins had a classic approach, which is the approach. But what Mads has done is create this character, which is the sort of smiling, all knowing, like he's the devil. And I saw that so clearly today. Like I said, it really like. It, I mean, the whole season I'm watching, the first three or four episodes were kind of like, oh, we're not, we, we never saw him kill anyone. We never saw him do anything bad. It's like, oh, he's maybe evil. By the middle episodes, okay, we knew he's evil. But by this one, I'm like, this guy is a freaking devil. And um, I don't know. Like, so did is is for, I can't believe that this is checkmate for Hannibal because this is the master plan he's laid out all season. It's to you know he's he's done the lure. We saw him in the apartment with the lures in like episode five or whatever that was. We saw him lay everything out perfectly. He's got he's got all his tracks covered. Will is in jail. Checkmate. But he he has no friends. So what's going to happen to this guy? Well, we, one of the things that 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 we got Brian to, uh, we got out of Brian too a little more insight in the character, like you said. You know, curiosity is the thing. Like he enjoys, he just wanted to see what happened. Like yeah. that, and and that came and out. Will said last. it. He's wound yeah. me up. <laughs> He's wound me up and let me go. Right. And 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 uh, I I wonder, like like you said a few minutes ago, I just wonder if he's done playing with Will. Will's a really good plaything. Sure. Yeah. Will's like the best. Well, he's got one of a kind. Yeah. He's not like he's gonna run out and find another Will. Like yeah. those guys in jail. Let me go find another one of these guys. That guy doesn't grow on trees, man. That yeah. to mess with a guy like that, that's that's a lot of fun. I don't know if I don't think Hannibal's necessarily done toying with him yet. Oh no! You saw that smile at the end. He's not no, done. There's a lot of fun to be had. Oh, he not came even to visit close. Him. He came to visit him. So absolutely, like, you know. I don't know. So uh, yeah. So I don't know. Han- uh, Hannibal, Doctor Lester. Hannibal, and you know his uh, <laughs> his his. his first, I don't know if that was his first scene, but he was something. Was he crying? He did cry about Abigail. He was crying. He was crying, and I think that was real. Wait, when? When he the first time we see him talking to Belinda de Maurier. No. Oh. And he's saying that he knows what life means, and he's talked about uh, uh, never really thought about having a child before. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's all real. Well, these are things that again, Brian Fuller touched on these things again. He, he talk, we talk about how uh, well Thomas Thomas Harris says that Hannibal Lecter is un uh, uncategorizable, uncategorizable, can't, can't be categorized, and and. Categorizable? Categorizable. Anyway. Uncategorizable. Un- 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 that's not it. Did I not say that? <laughs> it can't, un- be, can't possibly be right. I think so. Anyway, you can't categorize him as a serial killer because, he, because he's not, he doesn't fit in any, any of these stereotypes. He's not uh, a sociopath. He's not a psychopath. He's not any of these things, which makes him extremely hard to profile and extremely hard to diagnose as, as a killer, which is why, which makes him impossible to catch, which is what Will said at the end. And, and that which was your point at dinner, Julia, when you said, you know, the only reason he was able to finally see Hannibal as Hannibal is because he saw the motive. Like, it, it took yeah, him well, a- he said there was, there was no traceable motive, which is why I couldn't see you. Right. There's nothing to empathize with. Right. There's nothing to connect with. Because you're just fucking with you're us. Because you're just... <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah. You know, he it, it's based off of curiosity. It's right. not based off of anything emotional. It's there's there's no traceable motive. Right. And one of the other things Brian Fuller said is that he he was not interested in doing 
uh, an episodic that was a procedural based on actual crimes. Because yeah. he wanted, he said that's that's boring to me. He wanted to make something that was heightened, and the characters were heightened. And to do that with, with Hannibal, especially, he's, he's a work of fiction. He does not exist. There is no one to compare him to. There's no one real that that is a, a template for him because he is this uncategorizable. He's not a psychopath. He has empathy. He's not a sociopath. He, he he's not. He, you can't fit him in a little box, which right. makes him so uh, so interesting. And, and that's why Brian seemed to be able to to commit so much energy to it because he wasn't just making remaking somebody else's crimes. He's making all new, heightened, wild shit. Yeah. Uh, he seems to to oftentimes come from a very scientific place. I mean, it seemed for a long time, uh, or not for a long time, but for. A f- for some time during this episode that it was like the ultimate therapy session leading Will to discover himself. It was kind of like he was helping him. Yeah. He was guiding him. Yeah. You that's know? what he, he said, right? Well, that's what Brian said, urges. and that's what, yeah. that's what Hannibal's thing is. Like, his whole thing is this is... And, and Hannibal he, said that he, a thousand times. I'm helping Will. He gave it to him. He said, you catch these killers by getting into their heads, but you also let them into your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. Nobody's right. in his head like Hannibal is. He says, I'm trying to help you. And then he walks them through each murder. He takes them to Minnesota, and he, like, works it through with him. He right. really, He gives it to him. Right. I loved... I loved uh, when so we had true. Martha on saying psychic driving, because it's so yes. much psychic driving. Yeah. And exactly. what, Absolutely. Brian Fuller said radical treatment, right? It was radical treatment for Will. Right. Like to let Will let the psychopath inside him out. Right. And I, I think that was uh, that was what that was uh, what Hannibal was alluding to in their scene together. Like, like let that out. Like, yeah. Hey, well, I wonder, wonder well, like, right. what would you have been had you yeah. cultivated this? Had they cultivated Yeah. Like, yes. Ooh. ooh. Well, it, it, we know. are brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's interesting is we we so we see you know, this is all pre-read you know, pre-read dragon, but we see Will Graham in you know, this season as a guy who has this you know pendulum ability and he has this ability to to see and empathize with these serial killers. And then there's a guy who we see at the last four episodes who's going through this horrible trauma, like brain swelling encephalitis trauma, where his whole world is rocked. And then we we know he's going to come out of us. We don't know how, but we know he's going to come out of us. I wonder what effect that this it, this episode has on Will Graham as a profiler. It'd be interesting to see this sort of pre-encephalitis Will Graham versus how he how he approached things now. But afterwards, because Hannibal did help him. Hannibal did help him get in the deepest, darkest parts of his mind. A little help with a little help from some brain swelling. But like, and now it may it may make him a better cop. It may make him a better profiler. I love but, a little help from a little brain swelling. It's be, I, I did like when uh, when, when Will uh, showed up at his at his at, in his office and they were having their little confrontation. And Will in, in, the, stayed. in the shelves. Where was he? That was weird. I, I, I think he was just up on the balcony, just sort of hanging out. I don't know exactly. He was so. I've been Scrunched here for seven up. hours. It's getting weird. <laughs> well, he had to wait. He had to wait for Hannibal. Hello, Will. He didn't look up. Can smell weird. it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That crazy sense of smell. <laughs> um, but Will says, you know, argumentatively, he says, "I know who I am," and he is Hannibal is so quick to say, "No." Yeah. Meaning, sort of, no, 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 buddy. I know who you are. I've right. sort of made you who you are. We're gonna get to it, and that's right. where the therapy session really begins, hmm. to me at least. Right. 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 Well, uh, we'll we'll see how this works out. Speaking of therapy sessions, I want to, you know, get to the the before the last scene, the, the last time we talked about seeing those guys in jail. We see a final scene between Hannibal and the lovely, gorgeous Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Dee Bleu Dee Dee So 
I'm not That's sure. Funny. Yeah, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I don't know what the heck was going on in this scene. Something was going on. I'm gonna throw my pen. Something oh, was going on. In this scene. What means I don't it? know. Okay, so let's just dissect. He comes to the door with Veal. Yeah. Yeah. With white veal. I've so never wait. served white. I've seen... But I've, it's, it's, it's I've, her house, right? Is veal white? Did I yes. miss a meeting? Yeah. Okay. Veal is white, traditionally? Okay. No. Uh, I thought veal... Cut. White meat? All right. I don't, I don't think veal is white meat, but I've been wrong before. Go on. Listen, he, it's her house. Perhaps if it's veal. So he shows meat. up with the the thing of veal. That's, that's that's a pretty pimp move, by the way. Well, he says that she'll never accept... Uh, she'll never his, come to his house. Yeah, she'll never come to his dinner table. She'll never accept an invitation to his dinner table. Right. He has to bring it to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, so Smooth it's a, move. So it's the veal. And H-O. so the veal is Abigail, people say. Very light gray, much like pork. My bad. Yes. Yes. Veal should be a very light gray, much like pork. So my right. bad. I, 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 I okay. thought she knew more than she did. I I'm sure they had it right on the, on the no, show. No, no, I was just uh, the only. only I'm going to go with Jose Andres and, and, yeah. and Brian Fuller. It would only inform whether or not Dumore. It would only inform and whether now or not it's time Dumore, for Joe Sanfilippo's cooking segment. It, on would, <laughs> it would only serve to inform whether or not Dumore knew if, if, if veal was a different color and she was going along with the veal, but knew it wasn't veal. Then that would have she would have been you, more I'll, into. I'll tell you what, it's not white. Your face, it's all red from that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. A lot of hostility coming from Nando. I didn't do anything to you. I show you nothing but love. So she serves a veal. So ask. So answer the question for me. Is a veal Abigail? Yes. No, uh, Unequivocal yes. Okay, an emphatic yes. An unequivocal, emphatical, down. throwing with, the pen yes. With Jules, a pen down. Look, he's the pen, by the way. <laughs> Jules, okay. This is getting dangerous over here, guys. <laughs> Gonna lose an eye. Jules, is it, is it, is yeah. it, is it Abigail? Uh, is it Abigail? I uh, they, they allude to it. They certainly allude to it. He was certainly this happy a, to this see is her a eat it. Controversial meat, yeah. saying that you know, giving the whole description of veal, how people are always put off by by the young age in which the lambs which are slaughtered. Which is Abigail. Abigail's young. And, what, and, young, and he defends it by and saying, then says, "But they're often older than pigs are when they're when they're brought to slaughter." It's a big deal. <laughs> So she's older than a pig. That's what she's saying. Okay. She's older than a pig. She's older that, than a pig. But she's away. still young. She's right. a young little so, yeah. lamb. Yeah. She's a young little lamb. So you're saying it's her. Uh, I'm saying 86% it's oh, her. Oh, God. Get off the fence. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm clearly... You're 14% hedging. All right, fine. 14% uh, hedger. There's, there's, Nando. No, there's no ear in there, so I'd say it's her. All right, I, I, no not, I, I don't know. I, I, I do know he was very happy to see her. Eat. How are we even having this discussion? I know you. I know Flippo. You did her, but he was you know very, what Brian Fuller said in an interview. He said that if it's pen. not, if it does not have an actual animal bone that you recognize attached to it, it's a person. Okay. He said if it's if it's if it's a chicken, if it's obviously a chicken leg with a chicken bone in it, it's a piece of chicken. Right. But if you don't see actual bone attached to it, it's people. Okay. Well, fair okay, enough. It's made out of people. I'm up to ninety two percent. Okay. I, 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 I want to see Abigail in season two come out with a patch in her ear. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. That's that's the show I'd write when Brent Fuller hires me to be his head writer. First order business. Abigail enters <laughs> interior jail cell. Abigail enters with a patch on her ear. It's so sad. I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see you walk into that studio. Twenty minutes later, walks right back out. What happened, Joe? Oh Your stuff, Brian Fuller's a monkey. I don't know what's going on. Fuller's an a hole. He fired me. 
All right. So, okay. I, I don't know if, if that anyone, or not. Did anyone else think that uh, Dr. D was going to die in that episode, too? Yes. I had Dr. a moment. D. Yeah. Okay. So, second question. I, I'm sorry. I got off track here. I, so, what's, and so, there's a moment there where, where Dr. D, you know, it eludes that, like, they're on to you, Hannibal. Like, is, does she know what is, are we just reading into that? What's, does she know something? Well, I, she obviously knows something. But does she know that Hannibal's Hannibal? I don't. I don't know. No one knows nothing. I. I mean, I'm. I think she, she knows that. That you know what? Here it is. I think that she is humoring Hannibal. She knows enough about him. She knows there's some dark secrets. She might not have all the specifics down, but she's an expert mind. I'm sure she could figure things out. Right. And she also possibly feels that he's dangerous. And this goes back to why he's her only client. And she, she, you know, she told him she wasn't going to practice anymore, and yet he insisted on on meeting with her, and she allows it. Right. Okay. What she says is, she says you develop relationships with patients prone to violence. So I started to think of the patients that that we've seen of his, and none of them have been. I, we haven't seen many. We saw Will, who hasn't been violent until now, mm-hmm. and we saw good old Franklin. He was sweet. He was and, adorable. And don't forget also the client so, that she that he recommended. That's to her. what I'm. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. So. Okay. He recommended a client to her, referred a client to her, and that's the client that attacked her, and that's the client that died by swallowing his tongue, which is what Hannibal, we, re, we learn in Silence of the Lambs, it's something that he does. Yeah, but what? So, the, wait, so the she question knows. Is, the is, is the pattern him making them violent? Is that the pattern? Is that when they go to treatment with Hannibal, he eventually creates madness in them? Uh, is that is that the pattern? Well, uh, she I says, don't know. You see, there you you know, you, you you keep selecting. She says you keep choosing uh, patients or, or seeing patients that have violent tendencies. But I think that if if we can take Will for an example, uh, you know, we didn't see any in the beginning. He developed them as during his treatment with Hannibal, uh, if if they exist at all. And then the other one, uh, what, what was that? Was the the big dude's name with the beard? Tobias's buddy, Franklin. Franklin, Franklin wasn't violent. Uh, no. You know, he was needy, but he died. But uh, we haven't seen very many other patients. And this other patient who attacked her. Okay, That's so it. wait. So let me ask you. Uh, cause I do, what's that scene in Silence of the Lambs where... Meg swallows his tongue. And he whispers in... Does he whisper in someone's ear? Is that, does that happen? He, yeah, through the wall. He gets him to swallow his tongue. Right. Okay, so... Right. What? So what happened? Like, the dude attacks her. And he, like, he tells... He attacks her. And then he dude swallows his tongue. I, I'm and to she, bet she tells that to Jack, and Jack's like, "Oh yeah, it happens." Yeah, Jack's like, "Yeah, all right." Oh, we'll the, old, the old tongue oh, swallowing. Yeah. See it all the time. Like, how does no one <laughs> ask any questions? I, if we were that prone to swallow our tongues, it is a miracle we're in charge of this planet. Right. I don't know how we. Interesting. If all any right. one of us at any time could just swallow a tongue, oh, yeah. Well, we know. I know. We know. Jillian Anderson is on a on a, on a new series. Uh, has, a British series. Yeah, she got. Well, she's got something picked up. She lives in Britain. All right, we'll get to and that. And she works in Britain. But. uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we'll, we'll hope to see her next season as well. As a, you know, we, we didn't ask that either. I'm sure she'll have a recurring role. She'll be oh, in for a little sure. bit here and there. She's, yeah. she's invested in this. Yeah. She's yeah, in she it. Is. And yeah. she's but gorgeous while she But I would say I don't think oh, God, she's, she's not gorgeous. in the books. Right? She's not in any of the books or in the movies. No, I don't. So I would, no. I would suspect that she would eventually see an untimely death. That would be my suspicion. Okay. I'll take yeah. that. Well, let's, uh, let's transition out of here into, into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Julie, Julia, you have some news about your, uh, did you want to talk about your British thingy? Let's oh. talk about British controversy. Okay. 
British accent scandal. Hashtag British accent scandal. <laughs> I understand that Gillian Anderson lives in the UK and often works in the UK, but she's not British. And I bring this up because I made the one comment that she has an English accent in one scene. To which I agreed, and the internet Hugh, didn't like that. internet did not like that, no. but... I'm just saying, Hugh Dancy, born and raised in England, and he has no trace of an accent. Right. Eddie Izzard. Not a trace Not a of trace. an English accent in this. But, but according just to Joe Flippo. I'm sorry. The British actors. I, I do think that a British they cadence. They don't do much work. Uh, cadence and lends to <laughs> an interesting character. sound when they don't have, uh, when they don't have yeah, their yeah. accents. But, uh, but that, that speaks to what we were talking about. She she had a bizarre she little mid-Atlantic thing going just on. Just in that one yeah. scene. I'm it, sorry I brought it up. It's not her first scene on this show. But yeah, it did stand up extra. Thank you. It was a little extra. Thank you. Britishy. Okay. One. But I love you, Gillian Anderson, all the same. And I think you, know you are phenomenal. I mean, sometimes I talk. Sometimes do. I talk, and I get a little extra New Yorky. So you know, yeah. it happens. Okay. Maybe you know. Okay. Maybe I just, just, I just had to clear my name. We, guys. we have to see her background. Her, yeah. for her you know the breakdown for her character maybe, I had maybe to has some history maybe her character spent some time with Madonna in England yes. and they developed <laughs> exactly. <laughs> their own new she was, she was tweeting Madonna yeah. Yeah. That's how that is very funny and speaking of funny sorry guys uh, speaking of funny <gasps> we uh, there's a, something funny that we uh, our, our owners here our founders here at After Buzz have produced called The Adventures of Cereal Buddies that's yes. exciting Ooh, yes yeah. that's exciting and it's very funny it's star packed uh, Maria Menounos who is one of our founders here she is in it uh, Kevin Onagaro who is another one of our people Phil Tech, they've both produced and they've worked on it. We yep. have a lot of other AfterBuzz people. Uh, Beth Beers from Two Broke Girls, Artie yep. Lang, Chris McDonald, Christopher Wait, Lloyd. Stop right there. Henry. I saw that Chris McDonald on Broadway. Oh, you did see that Chris McDonald on Broadway? Yeah. And he, did you like him? He was awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a great saw, actor. Saw him in A Lucky Guy. Tom oh, Hanks. oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's so all. there you go. There's just, a, a, I'm just dropping so, some so stuff. So amongst all of his major <laughs> other accomplishments, including Lucky Man, on a, a talented Broadway actor... He's also in Adventures of Serial Buddies. Yes. Uh, Henry Winkler, narrator, a bunch of other people. And uh, it's really cheap. You can get it on iTunes for uh, like four ninety five. if you want to rent it. You can get it for $1 more, so you can buy it and watch it over and over again. Uh, a bunch of us here have seen it. We love it. Yep. Uh, go buy it. It supports AfterBuzz as and well. And it helps us out a lot. It supports us here. We, we, we can give us the, continue to give us this wonderful content. Yeah. That we do, and if you don't like iTunes, I think if you go on on uh, serialbuddies.com, uh, you can also find ways to get it as well. Sure. So there you go. All right. Okay. Um, and then uh, the other the other just last news and gossip we have is we we mentioned it earlier, but I just want to mention it again that we did two other podcasts um, th- this week uh, for our finale our finale week. We've given you three hours of quality Hannibal fanable entertainment. Um, as we mentioned earlier, we have a full podcast with uh, Brian Fuller. And a full podcast with Martha De Laurentiis. So please download those on iTunes. Check those out. Both check are them out. Awesome. If you subscribe, you should be getting them anyway. Yeah, so if you subscribe, you get them anyway. If not, you can check them out on YouTube yeah. or or, uh, or AfterBuzzTV.com. Especially Martha's on YouTube because you have to see what she looks like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Howdy. We like her. <laughs> uh, so let's jump into sadly predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV. I'll go. I no, go. I'm going first. Well, I'm going to throw this pen. That's it. <laughs> I'm going for it for the first time all friggin' season. He never does. I never go first. Go, Joe. Go. I predict. I don't care. <laughs> season four, Red Dragon. <laughs> He's so good. I, I just, I got it. Like Nostradamus. No, what I, what I do, I, I, I like the notion. I, 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 we see what we see being set up here is the reverse of Silence of the Lambs. I think we may see, if not an entire season, but half of the season of Will in jail, 
Um, you know, and as once he's cleared of being, once he's deemed sane, he will have to be the expert, as, as Hannibal Lecter has been the expert in Red Dragon and in Silence of the Lambs, the expert that Jack has to go to in prison who knows about serial killers. So the roles were reversed. So Will will be able to work his pendulum magic from the jail cell. Maybe they'll let him out. Shroom. Yes. Or maybe he'll be incarcerated or maybe he'll be under Dr. Lecter's care or some weird thing. But, like, he's going to be in jail for a long time. And I think he'll have to solve – he'll have to clear his own name somehow in the middle of the season some kind of way. And I, I think that that's what I got. Got that. it. Got it. Now Joe Flip will go. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. I don't care. All right. There you go. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think Hannibal is going to. Uh, I think Hannibal is going to change his method of killing. I think he's going to. Uh, he's going to move away from the Chesapeake Ripper because that's going to be pretty obvious. If Will is the Chesapeake Ripper, he can't keep doing it that way. Oh, good point. So Will. Uh, oh, so yeah. Hannibal's going to have to change his method of killing, and and then I think he's going to present a new killer to Jack. So that he can continue to play with Will. That's what I think. I think he's going to present a new killer somehow or another to Jack. Oh, I like that too. So that he can keep effing with Will. Good one. That's what I got. I think uh, season two, we're going to see a lot more of uh, Dr. Chilton, who will be recovered from his... His his horrible surgery. Ooh, so stuff. he's coming back with a vengeance, but I think he is going to be he's going to be a new one getting into Will's head. I don't know if it'll be through through drugs, through some sort of therapy, but I think now that Will has said has acknowledged who Lecter is, I think he's going to fuzz that all up in his head somehow. Hmm. He's going to screw him that way. All right. Uh, well, you know, my, my prediction was going to be pretty much like yours, uh, a role reversal with Will in jail and him being the person that that Hannibal or Jack keeps going to in the first half of the season to get input from. Maybe they'll bring some uh, evidence and have Will try and wig out you know, yeah. and, uh, the, from the, his the jail first cell. piece of evidence they'll bring in is uh, my girl Abigail with her ear bandage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will. Maybe she they will. I will, will out. I will. I will say that. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to season two. But I gotta say, I mean, for season one, this was a really. I mean, I wouldn't say this is a cliffhanger. It almost feels like, like a really well told short story and an ending for a short story. Sure. I, I, I'm really curious to see how Will will get out of prison. How uh, it seems like he knows Hannibal's secret. And Hannibal's really playing close to the edge right now of being found out. I'm really curious to see how they get themselves out of this. Yeah. And do uh, six more seasons of this stuff because it could yeah. very well this could very well be an ending, it, but we know it's not. But this could very well be like an ending. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they get out of this. Right. So yeah. Uh, my last prediction is I, th- I think that they will have a date with a lovely young lady named Emmy. Oh, that's my prediction. I, I, I really do. These performances are out of this world. Like Hugh Dancy and Mads and Fishburne and. Uh, I mean, these are some fantastic performances. Well, stellar. And don't forget, Martha Martha said uh, they're hashtagging, what is that, Emmy Aldente? Emmy RSVP. Emmy RSVP. And then, well, that was oh, last no, week. Now this week is Emmy Aldente. Emmy Aldente. Aldente. So Emmy Aldente, if yes. you're a fanable and you want to support them, uh, why don't you check out um, Martha DeLaurentis' um, Twitter page, uh, which is Neoprod. And there might be some more information there. And we also have some more info on it from the interview with her. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Hannibal. Oh. Oh. It's a great season, guys. I love you all. I'm sorry I missed the last two episodes. 
great season. Thanks uh, to the fans for, for making us do this. Yeah, we didn't do a tickety tickety. I forgot to do That's a tickety tickety, okay. but we love you, fans yeah. and listeners. Joe Flippo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. And you can find me here at After Buzz uh, for Mad Men with, uh, with Mr. Joe Braz. Um, you can also, if you guys check out Escape from Planet Earth, it's out on DVD. I'm one of the bad blue dudes. And uh, there's, a bu- eh, there's a bunch of other goopy stuff. But it's all good stuff. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Good stuff. Julia. Uh, find me on Twitter, guys, uh, at Julia Carely. It's J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. So follow me. I'll follow you back. And you can follow me at the Twitter as well, which is at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And I'm on a couple other shows here. Uh, sure. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. Uh, you can also find me here in After Buzz with Joe Flippo doing Mad Men. We have a big finale coming up on Sunday, a uh, live finale, so check that out. And um, you can also find me on Grantland.com. Some cool documentaries coming out. ASPN's Grantland.com, I should Woo-hoo. say. That's all I say. Thank you, Marissa, for doing a wonderful job thank for 13 you. episodes. Can't wait thank for you season guys. two. Hannibal. Yes. Hannibal. And uh, thank you all for watching and listening, and we'll see you all very, very soon. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. You guys pointing? You guys pointing? You can't. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.